Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom podcast number seven, where faith and life's wisdom and understanding is found on one platform, and that is Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Today, uh, we are continuing part two, talking about calling, and my guest is my wife, my bride, my love, and the best friend, Victoria Maiba. Thank you for being here. You are awesome. Now, If you missed number six, because this is part two, we talked about the beginning stages of our calling. We talked about how we stepped into both, how we stepped into our calling Mm -hmm. and how God started to open the doors uh, in in our life and showing us where to go. So in order for you to really understand this one, uh, please watch part two part one and that's podcast number six and so in the last podcast we ended up already going to Oklahoma and we were going on the journey to go to Rama Bible Training Center we uh, we had three kids in the back $400 in our pocket uh, broke we only had three months uh, of rent paid in Oklahoma I didn't have a job you didn't have a job we had a college tuition to pay for uh, food to buy kids to kids to raise babysit to get babysitters we didn't have no family and we're driving to Oklahoma and thinking God how is this all going to happen but is yeah we were both excited absolutely absolutely and today we're talking about out of our comfort this podcast called out of our because God called us out of our comfort there was no parents there was no sisters brothers siblings it was just me and you and it was the most beautiful thing and then we're going to talk about that just a little bit later now let me ask you this question during this time we're moving into Oklahoma we don't have any money we have we have three kids uh, we only have three months of rent and we have to pay for the college we have to find jobs we have to find a babysitter and all these things how did you feel as a mom and what was going through your head um, well I want to start off saying that we prayerfully right we prayerfully um, went into this decision-making we both we're seeking God with all of our hearts and everything. So our main focus wasn't to get away from our circumstances. It was that longing to know who God is in our life and knowing um, what we don't know about God. We wanted, we were thirsty, we were seeking. And I think it's important to say that, that we were seeking God with everything that we had. And what gave me peace about that decision with you is that I knew where you were in your life that walk with christ because you shared with me before about your um driveway experience with god and how you um at one point where you were driving and then you felt the presence of god in the car oh yeah um (laughs) and so these things that you would share with me um gave me that peace and filled up my little um faith piggy bank you know sort of say um that you're on the right path that i i could trust you because i knew that you trusted god and so in a way it's saying you know what i trust god and i trust you for you to be obedient to god but i was personally terrified as well because i left everything i knew we left our family they were our babysitters they were people we trusted mom grandma sisters um we were all a a very close family and so for me as a mom knowing that i'm going somewhere where there is no family um that we had to make sure we were okay because 
you know, if I'm mad at you for some reason, there's nobody else around me. <laughs> that was the most beautiful thing. I think every marriage sir, should experience that. You need yeah. to get out somewhere and just depend on one, an one another. Because in those, in those mm -hmm. seven years in Oklahoma, you became my best friend, truly. I can say that in Oklahoma. I didn't say because I couldn't say that in Washington, even though I, love, I loved you with all my heart. But, but we always had other people to go cry to and exactly. we never really cried on one uh, one another's shoulders mm -hmm. and so in those moments we didn't want to hash things out right we could just cut it short and be like i'm gonna go talk to my mom about you and see whatever. and god was preparing us mm -hmm. for what's to come that that that's those are the little things we ignore little things in our life mm -hmm. and, and we, we we want god bring us to to this mountain take us like moses onto the mountaintop and mm -hmm. let our face glow and yeah. everybody sees my calling mm -hmm. but the calling was in those little things i go back and i'm like lord you were you were molding us you were you were shaping Shaping us, you, we, we were fighting like cat and dog from time to time, but that was good for us mm -hmm. to get through it, to get molded, to get shaped in, and, and to finally, all right, there's nobody that we're going to call and scream and we're going to depend on one another. We're going to pray for one another. One another. We're going to, we're going to truly trust one another. And that's what I was going to say that we learn to depend on one another. We learn to trust each other. We learn to trust others. I had a very um, hard time trusting anybody really um and especially with my kids especially in a, a different state a different city um, but god was faithful god brought us the right people he brought everything so um the one thing that i the phrase that i would go to is it is well with my soul because there is a story in the bible and that is what she said you know, even when the worst thing happened to her in her life and she lost her son and as on her way, she was looking for the prophet. Her husband stopped her and said, is everything all right? And she said, it is well with my soul. Hmm. And knowing that she had lost her son and he's laying on the bed dead. For me, I would be calling you freaking out. Oh, my gosh, you know, <laughs> something has happened to her child. But she knew where her um, strength came from and she ran you know to the man of God and she said it is well with my soul so I figured can't be as bad and it is well with my soul yeah. Um, yeah. so I hope that answers your question and and last podcast we finished this that that the calling is not a, a lot of people looking at a position and, and and something glamorous that they they think that you know the image oh this is how it's going to be but the calling starts with both of us under, and, and with you, with you, at the, uh, yeah. it, it, it got to both of us. But with me looking up and saying, Lord, I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. That's how we ended last po podcast. And with that, we both agreed upon that, that, that no matter what's in front of us, we're going to look up, we're going to pray together as a fa family, and, and we're, we're going to depend on one another. And that's, that, that's the, the pivotal moment of everything. And talking about these experience, you know, in the car, I still do do that from time to time. I turn on the worship and and I just start talking to God as he's in the passenger room mm -hmm. and there's times that the presence is so thick I'm like God I'm not looking you're here <laughs> I don't want to be freaked out thank you for being in my room and I'm crying I'm worshiping it's okay you can uh, <laughs> uh, man cry real man cry and <laughs> and and because God is God is in relationship and he wants to be with you he wants to be close to you just like we are yeah you know, now, now, uh, but uh, talking about different distractions in our life, because we knew, we both knew that God is calling us to ministry. Mm 
-hmm. We both knew, um, I'm going to say this because it's, a, it's, it's a maybe um, important to some married people. We both had this desire to live in California since we were kids or Florida. We were, we were like, it was just a dream somewhere yeah. in, in, in the back of our minds that one day we're going to end up in, in, in California or Florida. Now we're living in Florida and we'll, yeah. and we'll tell you about this journey uh, in our third part, the, the next <laughs> podcast, not did this one, but uh, as we were going into college and God gave us a job and God gave us a babysitter. Mm -hmm. And, and companies, man, God gave us so much favor and, gra and grace, but there was a lot of distractions. There was a lot of distractions. Back right before we went to Oklahoma, I started the band called Hardy Avenue. And one of the confirmation, we started touring in Washington and some more Oregon and some around in those states. And, and in 2009, when you came to me and say, hey, we're going to Rama Bible Co College, I received a phone call from uh, a Tate Music Group and, 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 uh, and they wanted to sign and give, give us you know, a record. They were record la label. And, and I'm like, where'd you guys located? And they were located in Oklahoma. And yeah. so there was a, such a great con, con, uh, uh, confirmation in my life. But later on, I started touring a little bit more. Uh, we, 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 were, uh, we were going to college. I was touring. I was working. I was a contractor. I had a couple employees. I didn't know how things, <laughs> it was crazy yeah. fit in. But, but uh, we were all over the place. And uh, in a good, many kids give their life to God. I mean, hundreds of kids. We had some even kids follow us here to, to Florida. And now, but those things were also God was shaping us, helping us, but there was a lot of distractions because our plans were, um, first of all, is maybe we're going to get a big bus. We're going to get all right. the kids on the bus and going to go tour. Yeah. And that's not what God wanted to do. I think he knew us better than we knew ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and other distractions, a church came and, uh, and, and asked us to go play in that church. And then they found out that, that, that we were finishing Bible college yeah. and they offered us a, a um, to become a worship pastor yeah. and to become, for me, to become a, a, a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. And they had a building, they had all these things going on. And I'm like, God, is that, that's where you're calling us. And, uh, and, and then finally, finally, about six years into Oklahoma, we had financial goals and God was blessing us. Uh, I was sitting in church on a move and I saw the vision of the gray building. Mm -hmm. and, and uh, this, this whole cafe 180, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this some, some other time. And I came to you and I said, baby, I think God is maybe calling us to go plant a church. Mm -hmm. I did not know anything. I was a youth pastor. I was worship pastor. I was a pastor. I was in ministry, <laughs> but I did not know. I never been an elite pastor in, in the church. And when I said this to you, now mm -hmm. the question to you, we just laughed and those seven years just uh, pass so yeah. quickly because yeah. we were just out of our comfort zone mm -hmm. into Oklahoma starting over and financially we were we were good God was yeah. blessing us like crazy how did you again said yes to this and said all right now we're going to leave everything behind mm -hmm. and and we had rental properties we had businesses my band was working for me mm -hmm. uh just 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 all these awesome got our parents to almost move yeah i was building i was building a house for my mom oh. and and uh and and that's another confirmation my mom walked in she yeah. doesn't even remember that oh, wow. my, my mom walked in and, and the first thing when she went, went through the door, the, the threshold of the house, mm -hmm. she said, Yuri, why do I feel like this, this house uh, is not for me? Like this house mm -hmm. is not. This, Holy Spirit uh, said, it's, and it's I said, not yours. Mom, I'm planning a church. But, but anyway, that, that's beside the point. How did you, you know, as a mom, again, yeah. 
decided to, all right, let's get out of our comfort zone zone okay. again because God is doing something in our life. Okay, so um, at this point I have learned a little bit, but not much because right away I got into my offensive mode. Like, no, God, we have a plan. Um, you know, we're going to get so many rentals. Uh, we're going to be financially free. We're not going to ask for money. We're going to be like the... Uh, we're going to do ministry right. It's better to give. We're going to be on the yeah, giving side. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do it right, God. Like, we're not going to need anybody. We're going to do it ourselves, and we're just going to serve you. And then God came and just kind of, like, pushed all of our, you know, planning aside. And so, at first, I was, you know, jolted in my, you know, in my self um, righteousness almost saying, but God, look at all the stuff we're, we're planning to do for you. For you, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Why are we're you coming in and just destroying it? Uh, Lana's in a great school, a Christian, Christian school. school. school yes. she's, she's making friends, everything is good. Um, why now, yeah. you know? And it was, it, was, it was a great peak of our life. I mean, yeah. financially we're Why studying. now, God, and didn't we tell you that we don't want to be pastors? Yeah. Like, did you not get that memo? <laughs> you know, and this is the conversation I would have with God. God, are you sure? You know, this is us you're talking about, the people who finished three-year Bible college in Oklahoma saying, baby, whatever we do, we are not going to be pastors. Yeah, exactly. Agreed? Oh, yeah. Yes. And we're like, okay. I, no, no, no. I, I, had, I had a way out. I said, when I'm 65 right, or after do. 60, I might take a church and pastor a yeah, church. Yeah, that, yeah, that was my yeah. way out. And I was like, whoo, that's so far away. We would be okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at first, but then I, I would go back and replay. And now um, what I thought was just um, uncertainty and ants in my pants <laughs> um, feeling, I realized that was the... Um, Holy Spirit saying, you know what? It's time for you to move. You are not going to be satisfied with this. Yes, I will bless you, but you are not going to get the fullness of what I have for you. And that was more scary for me than staying in my comfort zone because I wanted to walk in the fullness of God. I wanted my family to experience everything God has for us and not just bits and pieces because God will bless you wherever you are. But God has something specific for each of our families, each one of us. And it's better to experience everything than just part of it. And that was for me that God, you know what? It's scary. We did it again. You did it. <laughs> you did it before. You're going to do it again. And this time I'm going to trust you more, even though the second time was a little bit harder. Because the first time you're kind of jumping into the unknown, you're like, you're kind of excited and something new and you don't know what the hardships are, what they look like. But the second time you've experienced it and you're like, it was a little scary, mm -hmm. you yes. know, but it makes for a great story. But as you're living through it, you kind of go through it. But God gives us so much grace. And that is the one thing that God just poured out on us through all of this is grace because now when I go back and we share our stories I was like wow it was pretty bad at some parts yes oh yeah but we didn't have food for two <laughs> weeks at one point and we couldn't call mom we're like all right we're eating whatever the leftovers we have yeah. and the check is not coming for two more weeks <laughs> but it was a lot of grace and I think I just um, learned that it's best 
uh, to follow God and just you get so filled with his love and grace that you just you can move mountains. Amen. And in that time, I just want to tell people that that exactly where we were um, financially, we we were setting all the goals. We were on house number four or five, Mm -hmm. you know, and and we had renters and we were were building another one. And and with the band, we we finally broke through the radio, 300 some radio stations. And and we got it on the Christian charts at number seven. And 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 we started the door starting to open up. We had a couple of managers from Nashville looking into us. We had we we were all these things going on. Mm -hmm. And then. And then this unsettling of the soul started to kick yeah. in. And I think it was bo- both of us, something's missing Answer in our life. Yeah, something. It's just yeah. that, you know, like you're anxious. Yeah. I would say anxious. Anxious. And, and, and I remember we're driving from Ohio. We just shot a, a, a new music video and it was all the production team was there. Everything. I just walked in on the set. I felt like, oh, my gosh, we made it. Did this <laughs> and I'm driving home. I said, guys, I'm just depressed. I'm down. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on in my life. God is doing something to me. And I stopped everything. We, we, yeah. we stopped everything. And then the next the next door opens up the company that I that I was contracting with. The guy comes in and says, hey, you know, if, if you give me two years, you're going to be the next CEO of our company. And then the company of, you know, five and five states big company all the friends are in there all the money some majority of the money coming from from there and this and that and and then and then i come home and i said baby hey we've we've made it not only we have houses and rental properties and that i can be the ceo of this company and make good money and this you know the i can be here for good and i remember your phrase you said you're going to be the worst ceo they've ever had because we're not going to follow god something along those lines no, just, I said you were going to be the most depressed. Depressed CEO. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you said. Yeah. I didn't say you probably make a really good CEO. Yeah, yeah, miserable, yeah. actually miserable. miserable. There you, you go. Yeah, miserable. Yeah. There we go. We found the word. Yes, miserable was the word that I used. And, and in that moment, I felt like you know what, my baby's with me. We're together in this. We're gonna jump in and do this all over again. Mm-hmm. The story goes on to say that we sold five homes within a matter of two weeks two weeks we were almost homeless didn't know where we we're gonna go yeah. and how God confirmed the next journey but but here's what I want to bring this second podcast to and 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 bring bring you this main point that when God is calling you to something when God is calling you uh, first of all you have to get to the place that you trust one another I, I, that you, you can't do if you're a husband or you're a wife or and you're watching this you can't do something on your own saying God is calling me to to yeah. do to do something here and and because it's together it's it's a covenant in good and bad and ugly and sickness and in riches and in and, and poor in in every area of life it's it the calling if you're married it's calling is to both God will not put a separation only confirmation i would say and, and and you followed me with the hardy avenue all over the place and you were in the stinky van with four different guys and 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 all the kids and, and did that twice twice or three three maybe maybe a little <laughs> bit more but it, it was it, but you followed me everywhere and we were in this together and god gave you grace even when we got to Oklahoma, living in, in one room because we were constructing and, and remodeling a new house yeah. and, and our kitchen was a water hose. It was fun time. Outside, kids were, would hold the water hose and we were wash the dishes. That is the one time we did not have to ask our kids to do the dishes. Yeah, we were all wet in summertime and spraying. <laughs> it, it, it was fun. Anna would spray the hose, Michael would hold the dish. Yeah. It was great. Yes, but when you get to this point, when, you're, when you trust your spouse, 
and and you praying together and you reading together and you have same goals together and you talking about goals together because we can consistently started talking about what's ahead of us yeah. what, what our financial goal is people live and just oh i trust god but i don't need to do anything no god's calling you to be obedient in with your finances you know if you need to be frugal sometimes you got you got to be you know don't go eat and eat out if you every single area of our life almost we talked about it we prayed about it together mm -hmm. And here's what I'm trying to get to. But when you're in this position and God is calling you, don't hesitate. Mm -hmm. Jump in just like, just like we jumped in in 2009. We jumped in in 2014 mm -hmm. and we went all in. Yeah, just like I want to <laughs> remind you to share your clip. Story, yes. <laughs> last <laughs> week, last week, uh, me and my best friend, Michael Enfold and Christian Enfold, it was like a couple's getaway. We went, uh, we went to Nashville. And, uh, and he... I don't know what you mean by, he went to Mass. Oh, my Siri is talking to me. There we go. That's cool. <laughs> he does, she, she doesn't know. It's okay. It's fun. Uh, me and my best friend Michael, we went, it was a couple's getaway, and we went to Nashville. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me a story about how uh, when he wanted to uh, go out with Christian, yeah. uh, he went and his father-in-law went to this cliff. And his father-in-law said, if you want to date my daughter, you better jump off of this cliff. And he was mm -hmm. frozen. He couldn't. It was it was so high. For so two hours. For, for two, <laughs> I, I don't remember that. And He's so and, and we when we got a little fishing boat, we rented a fishing boat. And we went to, 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 to this cliff and and we climbed up this cliff and it's a 50 some feet. Mm -hmm. And Michael just, without hesitation, he didn't even look down and he just one, two, three, jumped. And, yeah. and in that moment when he jumped, I was like, I'm next. Yeah. But before I'm next, I'm going to look down. I hesitated. Oh, yeah. And I was there for how long? For About 25 minutes. 25 minutes. I was like, oh, I can't jump. <laughs> and they're watching me. I'm like, guys, I'm climbing down. And I, I'm just, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And finally, Michael came back. And he said, dude, I'm going to do it with you again. But this time you jump first. Mm -hmm. And and it was a little bit of hesitation. I, and my wife, Victoria, is sitting in the boat and she and she's like, baby, you can do this. You can do this. Come on, jump, jump, jump. We're not leaving until you jump. <laughs> why? Why is that? Tell me. Oh, because well, you're, you're no. usually not a. No, well, because yeah. when it comes to when it comes to heights and something, you're like, no, boy, dude. Yeah, usually. Um, but when I know that you, if you were committed, if you made that decision to be up there and jump and you just had to because you always tell me that I want to conquer my fear, I want to overcome. And so being, you know, partner in life, I knew this about you that um, and Michael was swimming back into the boat and he's just like, you know what? It's OK. Let's just, you know, tell him to get off and we'll take. And I was like, oh, no, he is jumping off that cliff. And Michael looked at me like, wow you know because i usually don't say that he knows too but i was like because this is what's going to happen we're gonna get home he's gonna think about it he's gonna regret it we're he's gonna sit me back into a car drive all the way down here rent another fishing boat <laughs> that barely stays on the water um and we're gonna do this again so he's going to do it now. And so that's when Michael jumped off. He was like, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. 
And when he was there, it was like an extra energy. It was an extra encouragement. Yeah. He was standing behind me. He ain't going to catch me. He wasn't going to catch <laughs> me. But, but there was somebody there, uh, yeah. somebody that I trusted. Again, it's yeah. a trust thing. And, and I jumped. It was fun. So I just want to leave you with this. When you're on the same page, mm-hmm. don't hesitate. Just jump in. Trust God. And when you, first of all, number one point, if you look up and say, God, I trust you and I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. It's not a position that I'm looking into. It's not anything. It's you I'm going after. And whatever he's opening and whatever he's doing in front of you, now grab a hold of your wife, grab a hold of your husband and, and say, baby, we're doing this together. We're going to pray. We're, going to, we're not going to hesitate. We're going to jump in. Because every single stage of our life and everything that we jumped into, it was a closer and closer and closer to the, to the things that God has in front of us, to, the, to walking in the calling of God. We started walking in the calling of God with our first decision of following God. That was our first thing. And then molding shaping God helped us in everything like that and so when you're on that journey don't hesitate jump in and trust God all the way next podcast we're going to tell you the story how we left Oklahoma now went to Florida and planted this church that I am currently a lead pastor of Impulse Church so may the Lord bless you and keep you may the Lord make his face shine and you may the Lord be gracious to you turn his face towards you and give you peace see you on the next podcast